0: Wow, you came back after the Roach story. Okay, well, in the spirit of Christmas Eve 2020, I have another story. Maybe this should be the Nightmare Before Christmas story, but you be the judge of that. So join me as I go into a client's house who I've been over many times before. Really nice lady, at least I thought, a prominent lawyer, beautiful little girl two really furry cats. I've never been attacked by a cat before, but one of her cats did attack me once. (coughs) This client had gone through a very messy divorce and it showed in her house because it was pretty messy too. But with no judgment, she explained all of that and I understood and I did what I needed to do. But it was hard not to notice certain things around the house, from the extra empty bottles of wine from the night before to her bed sheets, which always seemed to be extra dirty. Even though I offered the service of laundry, she'd always deny it. And each time I would go over there, I would try to make her bed, but it would just be so ugh, dirty. What used to be white sheets and a white duvet cover was now filled with kitty litter to makeup not being washed off from the day before to even little droplets of blood yeah it was pretty disgusting but again she never wanted the sheets washed so I just did what I could to fluff them out and take care of them but on this day which was my last day as I was fluffing out the bed sheets full of litter and whatever else, something dropped to the floor. It was a mouse. And it was dead. And that was the last day I ever went there. I called her up. I even sent her a picture of the mouse. And she was shocked that I no longer wanted to clean her place anymore. She tried to beg at first, and then she got upset. And then finally, I just said, I'm so sorry, but I can no longer clean your place. And that was it. Mm. Now, if you haven't figured out, I don't clean up after roaches or rodents. That's my story, and I'm sticking to it. If this is your first time listening in, this is Let's Talk Dirty with me, your host, Dawn Boyd. This is a podcast about my experience in the cleaning industry and how I went from the cleaning lady to the business owner. Hopefully, after you listen to these wild and crazy stories, You'll learn a little bit about how to grow your cleaning business if you're doing it solo or if you already have a business and you're just not growing. I'm here to help you learn from my experiences. Now, this information is given to you for free. And all I ask in return is that you rate and review and follow this podcast wherever you get your podcast. Let's Talk Dirty is being featured on more than 14 platforms, including Apple Podcasts and Spotify. So join in every Thursday. I'll be here with you giving my tips of the trade. Now, with that out the way, Today's episode is sponsored in part by Boutique 223. This time of the year, most children are asking for gifts from their parents. Well, I know a young entrepreneur who, instead of asking for a bunch of gifts, she's creating some very unique gifts that are available on her website. If you missed the Christmas deadline, you still have time. If you're anything like me, I do end of the year gifts. So it's not too late to head on over to Dakota's website, boutique223.com and place your order today. Now, before we get too deep into the show, I want to give a quick shout out to a couple of people, Art and Michaela. Art has already started to be like the number one fan of Let's Talk Dirty. And Michaela has um, asked and requested for tax information when you're running a business, which we will have a special guest at the beginning of next year. So that first Thursday in January, Michaela will be talking about taxes with my special guest, Natalie. So stay tuned, and Art, you keep being that first person to listen to the podcast, because we really appreciate you, and the engagement has just been phenomenal, I mean, with all the downloads and just encouragement. It's just been a good ride so far. So I'm looking forward to going into more and more podcasts and please give me your feedback on what you'd like to talk about. And then I will structure it the way I see fit. All right, let's get started here. I belong to a lot of cleaning groups that are online, and these groups include either solo cleaners or cleaners who have already started a a small cleaning business, or the more seasoned cleaner uh, cleaning companies, where either it's a franchise or it's someone who has grown into a much larger cleaning company. What I often see on these groups is the same questions. One of them being, how much should you charge a client? Now, you know, this question opens the bag to so many different scenarios. And that's why the most important thing, which I will always talk about, is a free walkthrough with clients. This is a experience you have with your new potential client once they have contact through email or they have called you, whatever way they've gotten in touch with you, before you even start to do business, whether it's commercial or residential, you need to be face-to-face with that client in the area that you would be cleaning. There's so many reasons why. The first thing is you want to build the rapport. You should be starting your your interaction off with the new client, the potential client, as professional as you can. And when you tell them, Great, I want to earn your business. Let's uh, start by scheduling you for a free in-home or in-business consultation. You're already setting the stage for them to understand that they're not just going to get an easy, oh, how much does it cost an hour answer because at this point, you're letting them know, I need to see what I'm working with first. I want to introduce myself to you. And then we can go forward from there. And you'll be amazed at what you'll find when you do that first initial walkthrough. I can't tell you how many clients I've had to back away from and just friendly shake a hand and say no. You know, it really is determined on what it is that you want to handle. There are plenty of cleaning people in the industry, and everyone should have their niche, whether it be you specialize in deep cleans, move out, move in cleanings, post construction cleanings in the commercial industry. Or you want to deal with something like what we do is plant-based cleaning and non-toxic cleaning where we do both commercial and residential. But we pretty much target a certain type of clientele that has a lifestyle where they're living healthy and they want their environment, whether it be their home environment or their work environment, Healthy as well, and they typically use the same cleaning products that we use, which you know are non toxic cleaning products. So that's important to find your target market, and by doing that initial walkthrough, you can find out right then and there if this is someone who you want to do business with. One of the joys of going into business for yourself is you can be selective on who you do business with. You don't have to take any type of business that comes your way. I continuously see the venting in post where someone has been shocked because they talked to a potential client over the phone and then they let that client tell them oh it's not really that big of a deal it's not you know it's not that dirty and whatever and then that cleaner has scheduled an appointment with that client they're ready to go in and clean they're maybe anticipating they'll be there 3 hours 4 hours whatever and they get in and find out it's a disaster and at that point it becomes so awkward to look at that client and say I can't do this, or you give them a price over the phone and you get there and you realize right away you've underbid yourself. It's really a horrible experience to have to go through that. So by doing that initial walkthrough, you are deciding if this is something you want to do. And you can either give the client the quote that you want to give them at that time, or you can get their information, capture their email address, get all of the information that you need, and tell them that you're going to go back to your office, you're going to write up a quote, and you will email that to them. Now, if you're in the commercial industry, you already know, you don't, Typically, talk about price right then and there. You write up a proposal, you get back to your office, whether it be a brick and mortar or your home office, and you professionally write up a bid with your company logo on it, and you send that to either the facilities manager or the construction site manager because of whatever. Position this is that you are looking to bid for. When it comes to residential, it's more of a friendly agreement type thing where you know you present to them some different options and, and packages. So with us, we do different tier levels of uh, uh, packages, cleaning packages, and it can be the detox, which is the first deeper cleaning for anyone that we do business with, even if their home isn't as, uh, doesn't require as much maintenance, maybe they've already had a previous cleaning company, we still do the initial deeper clean the first visit. And after that, it's more of a maintenance cleaning. So again, the initial walkthrough is really important to get that out the way. So when you're doing that, and you walk in and you see, you know, what kind of job it is and you determine if this is something you you can you want to do, then you set the standard. You don't lower the standard. So the thing that I find a lot in the cleaning industry is cheap labor runs rampant. And it is It's disheartening to me because I know how hard we work in the cleaning industry. I know that this is a very laborious type of position. When I'm hiring people, I pay them well above minimum wage. Like we we aren't even close to minimum wage on the uh, amount that I pay people who work with me because I do understand how hard it is. And I want some of the best cleaners in the cleaning industry, almost even able to own their own cleaning business, but they just don't want to deal with the hassle because there is a lot of extra that you have to deal with when you are the business owner versus someone who is being fed clients, told these, these these are the hours that you're going to work and get a paycheck. I mean, I haven't had a paycheck handed to me in so long that I don't even remember what it feels like to punch in anymore. Those are things that set me apart from being the cleaning lady anymore or working for a cleaning company. But again, it takes all kinds of people to make the world go round. So it, you are no less if you're the cleaning person and you're no better if you're the, the business owner. So those are the type of uh, things that mentality that I keep within my business when it comes to my mission and how I treat the people that work with me. When you're coming up with a price for your client, there's different factors that you have to take in consideration. Like what are your overhead expenses? How much does your insurance cost? Do you have a brick and mortar building or is your office out of your car? Like there are so many different factors to put into play. How much is it going to cost for you to survive and make a profit? And how much is it going to cost that client to get their free time back? Which is very valuable. We're going into a new year now. We've already went through a very unprecedented year. But next year, there could be growth and potential that none of us really know yet. So people's lifestyles are changing. Maybe they're getting busier than they've ever been before and they need someone to come in and clean. Well, they're getting their time freedom back and you have to look at how much that is worth. It's, it's worth more than $15 an hour. Now, typically, we stay out of the hour range, price range. We we bid on what the job will require, what the client wants, and we tailor a package that is individualized for that specific job. Now, also, I want to keep in mind, because I saw a question online recently that got a really strong engagement on what should cleaners wear. Your image is important. Professionalism is important. You can't ask a client for $40 quote unquote an hour and you have bleach stains all over you. Your hair is not done. You, you know, you look unpresentable. You look like, yeah, you're going to be grunge work and cleaning, but is that professional? Is that the client you're looking for? Is that a representation of who you are. Even if you know you're sticking your hand in somebody's toilet, why do you have to dress up for that? You don't have to dress up like you're going out to dinner, but you should at least look presentable and professional. And if you're the business owner and you're still building your company and maybe you're still cleaning, you should have a logo already for your company. And maybe you have some shirts. Like we have some very lightweight shirts that we use with our logo on it. I can't stand polo shirts. I never liked polo shirts when (laughs) I was in my uh, field of uh, what I went to school for. I hated wearing polo shirts. Like they're itchy. They don't allow you to have any breathing room around your neck and it just they're just uncomfortable yes they look professional and orderly but they're just not comfortable so we have some very lightweight breathable shirts with the logo right on the front and then as far as bottoms I know someone had mentioned stretch pants which yeah yoga pants are a little bit better than just plain stretch pants you really have to figure out if that is acceptable even with your client uh But we we flip-flop between yoga pants and then also we wear scrubs. And this is for men or women who work with uh, my business. Scrubs are definitely acceptable because what we're doing, we feature our packages are like the detox for your home, a spa-like experience for uh, for your home. So what we wear is similar to what you would see if you go into an exclusive massage spa or you know a full body massage hair nails whatever where people uh that work there have more of a like a a medical look to them but you know, they're still real clean and fresh. That's important if you're going into someone's house and you're looking to get this higher pay. In order for you to get this higher pay, you need to be able to reach clientele who can afford that. If you're going into some college student's house who, you know, is barely able to eat enough meals a day, then you're not going to get what you're asking for. And you're probably going to walk into an environment where, their parents clean for them for so long that they don't even know how to clean. They haven't cleaned a toilet in forever. So you're walking into this horror situation and you're not getting paid enough. So it it creates a, a really vicious cycle when it comes to the cleaning industry. The cleaning industry does not have the type of respect that it deserves. What we do is we preserve people's houses and we also restore people's houses, their fixtures, their furnishings, whatever it may be. That takes skill. So keep that in mind. And if you are someone that's out there that you know, you really just don't know what you're doing and you're not being as professional and your appearance is not presentable, stop that. Because you give people that are out there Really working hard and hustling and trying to build their business a bad name because you make it seem like what we do is such grunge work and should be disrespected and should be paid as minimal as possible. So that's a really bad uh, circle that we get put into, and you know, that's what sets uh, me and my business apart. And it's something that I figured out pretty early on that I knew as someone who is highly educated, you know, well traveled that I was not going to be able to afford the lifestyle that I wanted at $12 an hour or even $15 an hour, or even $20 an hour. So that was something that I determined well on. And that's the joy of being a business owner. You find the right clients and you also let them know, like I let my clients know that when they do business with us, they are doing business with people that I hire who are being paid a good wage like a living wage where they can take care of their family and they're not struggling and they're not coming into their homes and their offices and possibly tempted to steal something because they aren't making enough money to provide for their family. So it's it's a um it's a circle that I've created that goes all the way around. We're being responsible with our environment and our living conditions. And they're also bringing on a company that uh, takes care of its employees. So these are all things to think about. And I'm going to leave it at that. And if anyone has any questions further, please let me know. I will think about some other things to talk about uh, when we come up on the next episode. And then, like I said, next year, 2021, we're going to start off a little more structured in how to set up your business, how to do your taxes, which will be due before you know it, how to structure a bid. I will have links on, you know, different examples of what you can use, different templates, how to do friendly agreements, all of these things. And, you know, hopefully that will help give you a better start this year because i'm telling you this year if nothing else we found out in the cleaning industry that what we do is an essential service that was classified by the uh, cdc that the cleaning industry whether it be Uh, Residential, commercial, janitorial is an essential service. We need to keep our environments clean for health. I mean, it's very important. If you take that away, you can't have garbage piling up outside. You can't have, you know, your house, your living environment falling apart because that will make you sick. Your house can make you sick. So, you know, all of these things need to be cleaned. And we figured out that, you know, we found out that this year... (laughs) we're an essential service. So keep being essential, keep growing, keep getting better and stay with me. Come back next Thursday and the Thursday after that and stay with me on this journey and we'll learn together. I love your feedback. So please keep that going and um, we'll all go from there. So don't forget to subscribe, follow, rate and review, and I will see you next Thursday. Bye.